Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Man, welcome back to Heavy Metal Mayhem. It's the year in review. Tommy, what's going on, buddy? Hey, brother. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. That was a long song to make you wait for to come on. I forgot how long that song was. No problem. It was amazing. That's a great tune, man. Definitely. I definitely put that in my top five uh, uh, for the yeah. year. Without no a doubt, doubt about it. definitely one of the uh, premier tunes of 2010. Premier albums, I should say. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. And we're going to try to get on as many as I can. I mean, as much as I love having guests on, it's going to be fun today just to play two hours of music. And we'll get through as many of the new albums that came out this year, at least by the old god of metal, the 80s bands, you know, yeah. in the two hours that we have. And that was one of them. That was Overkill. That was off of Ironbound, which actually came out last January. So it's almost a year old. And that was definitely probably one of Overkill's better releases in the last decade, in my opinion. Definitely. Without a doubt. Uh, it, it was... Uh, I wouldn't say a comeback, but it was definitely the show. You know, we're still around and we're still kicking ass. Without a doubt, I think I think Alex is on the line. Alex, you there? Yo. Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, Alex? What'd you uh-huh. think of the Overkill record? Oh, I'll tell you what. I thought that it was killer. I yeah. mean, from from you know, I haven't heard the full thing, but I've heard quite a few tracks from it, and I think it sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a fan of the band from the old days, it kind of gives you a little bit of what they were like back in the early '80s, mm-hmm. and it has a good mix of like some of the stuff they've done over the last, you know, 15 years or so. so yeah, I love, uh, I love, uh, you know, the earlier stuff. I, I love the the Power in Black demo tape and the first record. Yeah, that that's some great stuff, and this kind of has that feel to it, you know. But you know, a more modern uh, version of it, and I really enjoyed Ironbound. So that definitely made my top five, and we're gonna get as many more on as we can. So. We'll see what happens, but you know, there was a lot of stuff that happened this year in heavy metal. I think it was a great year uh, for metal. I mean, you know, we've been to a lot of shows this year, and it really didn't like uh, show like on the live front. A lot of people still aren't going out to concerts, but I think as far as music goes, you know, these bands put out some killer albums this year, especially you know the older bands from the '80s. Definitely, and um, entertaining us and keep and keeping that uh, old god sound alive. Without a doubt, without a doubt. So hopefully 2011 will be the same. Let me see, what can we do now? Let's just keep going with some music here. Uh, get one okay. more on, then we'll do a couple in a row. Then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about some of these songs. How about, uh, let me see, what came out next? And Overcook came out in January with Ironbound. I know Bruce Killick put out BK3 uh, in January. I think that was really, uh, I mean, there was, there's a whole bunch more, but that's about all that you know we really get into, I think. Yeah. Oh, see, are you, are, you going, are you going chronological order? I'm trying to. I'm gonna to try to go like you know in the months that they came out. I can't get everything on. I'll try to do like one or two uh, albums from each month. There were some months where there was really nothing that came out that would interest us. At least stuff from from the '80s. Right. So we'll, we'll do what we can. I think Fozzy had his album out in January too, Chasing the Grill. I think that came out last January also. Yeah, that wasn't a bad release either. Yeah, you know, I I try to write it down like every month in a book and then look at it now. Mm. And a year later, when I look at my handwriting. I'm like, damn, there's some freaking cat scratch over there. <laughs> Not with how I wrote down, you know. <laughs> It looks good when you're writing it. It's just like at work. You don't remember later on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to go right. back to look at it again. Tell me about it. <laughs> I know. So that's the bad thing. But uh, that was January. I mean, you know, when, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing this year, I'll get it out of the way early, was the loss of Dio. I mean, you know, he was the godfather of heavy oh, metal. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. A big fan of Alex. And because we don't have any uh, demolition segment demos to play today because it's all new music, I put up a, a Dio concert to play, uh, you know, pay a little tribute to Ronnie. Oh, and I definitely. believe Alice probably knows better than me. I forgot what I even put up there. But I think it was the 1984 Monsters of Rock concert. And it's up at the Heavy Metal Mayhem block spot right now. So you can go over there and download yourself a copy of it. And it's a yeah. really good sound and quality show. It's like almost soundboard. Uh, even, it was taped in the audience, but 
It's got soundboard quality. So uh, nice. head over there and grab a copy of it, download it, and next week we'll get back to the demolition segments. Okay. Whew, that was a lot to get out, huh? Yeah, I noticed that, yeah. All right, well, how about we jump into February? Uh, let me see what came out in February here. Nothing. Let's go right to March. No, I'm just kidding around. <laughs> I can't go in a chronological order of everything because it just doesn't work that way. But uh, Kale put out a brand new record this year. It was actually pretty good. We had Ron on, uh, I think in the summer we had Ron on, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, like in June or July, and Ronnie was a really good guy to talk to, fun guy, had a lot to say. So how about we do something with his record? This is called Brothers in Blood.
Ellis Keel off his latest record, The Streets of Rock and Roll, that came out in 2010. And I know I was never really a big Keel fan back in the day. I don't know about you, but I actually enjoyed this record. I don't think I got Tommy there. Tom, you there? Oh, the music cut out on me. You know, I noticed I, I, I signed up for the premium today because they're forcing everybody to either do that or, or get cut back to a half hour here. Yeah. And I put you in the screen like to talk to you in private, but the music kept playing. I, 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 I was talking, you couldn't hear me at all. No. Because it, I don't know what's, I don't know. Maybe it's just not working today. I'm not really sure. Yeah, and I noticed that before. I think maybe during the intro, you might have tried to talk to me off the. I tried to get you before because you called me before the first and the intro, Yeah, the intro music went out, and I said, "Let me hang on a little bit," and then it came back. That must be it. When you're putting me in private, it uh, it's not working for. So I gotta find yeah. out. Maybe because I just signed up and it all didn't kick in yet. I I don't well, really now, know. I would definitely email them and tell them you're having that problem. Oh yeah, for the money. Them. Plus, you know, I, I have the toll free number. All no. my all my it's gone. All the the number's gone and all the minutes are gone. What do you I mean? pay separately for that. It just disappeared. I sent them an email like, "Did you use the same credit card?" Oh. I took it out a year ago. I don't remember a credit card. I used to put one out of my wallet and then pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want my minutes back because I hardly used any of them. I save it for like you know the overseas guests that can't. Oh, I see. The... Yes, yeah, okay. So you want it? You want it rolled over into your new account, so to speak? Yeah, it was on yeah. there when I first signed up, but it says zero minutes. And then when I logged on again later, put some songs on. I said five hundred minutes. I said, How can that be? They renewed the whole thing for five. Maybe it comes with it. I'm saying. And then it, and then it just disappeared altogether. So I'm waiting for them to get back to me on that. But uh. The screening thing isn't working because I tried getting you before we started, and now I know that when I do that, all it's doing yeah. is knocking the volume yeah, out of your end. Exactly. All right, so I'm just going to leave that alone today. I, I, was, just in, uh, to, I was just about to go, uh, go to the go to the chat room, you know, to talk to you, but then it came back on. So I said, oh, all right. I thought it was something on my end, you know? No, no. You know what it is? I left it on there because I heard the music playing, so it's probably not working at all, but it's cutting you out, but it's not putting me through, so... We'll figure that one out as we go along. We'll see what's happening. All we'll right. leave it alone for today. If you want to, you don't get much for your twenty nine ninety nine, do you? Well, minimum, minimal. <laughs> the bare minimal. <laughs> even <laughs> the Skype, it gives like a dollar with Skype. I tried that. That didn't even work. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to get in touch with them. It's a shame. Yeah, I think I have to get one free day out of it or something. I don't know. Maybe. All right. Well, that was Ron Keel. Uh, that was some good stuff over there. Uh, let me see what we got next up here. Uh, uh, what came out in February? A lot of stuff came out in February. Blaze Bailey put a new record out, Promise and Terror. Uh, uh, Ripper put out that Chart Walls of the Damn ba- album that he was on, or the band. Uh, you know, I, I gave like one song a listen, but I never really went through the album. Have you heard the whole thing? Yeah, it's uh, Richard Christie, um, who played with uh, um, I Start with, uh, he was in the, when Ripper was in, and uh, he was with Death. Yeah. He's the drummer, and he's also on Howard Stern Show. Yes, and I um, I, to me, it sounds like um, all the songs kind of have the same tempo. All right. So it kind of, you know, one song is ex- exchangeable with another. I don't know if that's the right word. So Ripper really doesn't get to... Um, show off his voice, yeah, I guess. Yeah, show off his voice. But he does a good job because it's that death music with really good vocals. I'm going to have to give it a mean? better listen. Uh, yeah. I really didn't spend much time on it this year, but... Uh, we're not going to get up to And uh, let me see. Rage put out Strings to a Web. Pretty good yeah. album for Rage. It was a nice comeback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Buckethead had an album out this year, Shadows Between the Sky. Yeah, all, the, all these guitarists this year had albums. Yeah, um, yeah it was Buckethead a busy year. Yeah, lots of the guys. Yeah, well, we're going to meet up with Buckethead. He'll be at the NAMM show, so we're definitely going to hook up with him when we get out there and give, 
get to say hi. Maybe do a little interview with him or something. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, Icarus Witch put out Draw Down the Moon. That was a pretty good record. But I'm, I just want to try to stick to the 80s bands today because there's just so many sure, sure. that we can't get them on. And, you know, John Oliva came back with John Oliva's Pain right. with Festival. I know you liked the album. You wanted okay. to hear something from that. Yeah. So let me see what I got set up here. How about Brothers? No, no, we just did that. Uh, I'm all confused there. How about we do the title track, Festival, and we go into a little Scorpions, another great band to put out a, probably their last record ever. Yeah, it, might, it will be their last. Well, maybe they'll do a live album, but they're definitely their studio last record. studio release. And uh, it is a good one, you know, compared to the old stuff and uh, the middle uh, the middle of the road uh, Scorpions. It kind of has that kick-ass, you know, uh, you know animal magnetism meets... Uh, you know, Definitely. savage abusement. You know, like that that era. You know, which is which is decent. I mean, it's not Love Drive. It's not the old stuff. But uh, they did a lot of those songs live, which was good. So go go out to see Scorpion, support them, support James James Kotak. Our uh, that's that. Today's uh, Jimmy Ratch's birthday. So happy Today's birthday to Jimmy birthday, Ratch right. out there. You gotta get I gotta go on Facebook and send him a happy birthday. Yeah, definitely. And right. uh, that go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Finish. That's it. It's a good album. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's bold. Sting in the tail. All right. So we'll give you a double shot. John Oliver's Pain, Scorpions. We'll give you the title track of Boat Records, Festival, and Sting in the Tail. Excellent.
there you go. A little John Oliva's Pain with Festival and Scorpion stinging the tail. I, I love that song. Great tune, great tune. Yeah, got a Good great mix. riff to it. Great mix, uh, great mix too, right? From one into the next. Yeah, I worked, I worked on that all week long. I did that with a few songs today. <laughs> that way you can get them to blend in one to another. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, it didn't work so well. Like later on, when I tried to blend in like a Y&T song with a Death Angel song, <laughs> the extremes were too great. But uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to consolidate as much music as I can so we can get on. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah but you know that was a great album. That came, the Scorpions album actually came out in March. Uh, right. So and and uh, what do you call it? And the John Lewis Paint out came out in February. Uh, what else do we have out in March this year? White Wizard. But I, I love White Wizard. They're a new band. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a great sound, man. They got a great classic 80s sound to them. They put out a new record called Over the Top. Uh, what else? Uh, Tripicon. I don't know if you heard them yet. It's uh, Tom Worry from Celtic Frost's band. Yeah. Eh. Can't get into it. I'm trying to, but yeah, I... Me neither. I can't get it. I can't even pronounce the name of the record, so we won't even try. Epostatera Demons. I can't even pronounce it. Wow. Excuse my whatever language that is. <laughs> I can't say it. Uh, you know, sometimes it's not so good to be so... Obscure and so like thought provoking, it just kind of lose something there. It's like those logos, you know, those crazy exactly. logos. They're so extreme <laughs> that you can't read them. You don't even know who the hell they are. No. <laughs> but <laughs> what are you gonna do? But you know, I get by just on the Scorpions alone, like we were talking about before. That's probably gonna be the last studio record. They just finished off the first leg of the farewell tour. I believe they're gonna be coming back in 2011. Uh, for the next one, and I tell you one thing: between them and Judas Priest, you know, retiring next year, mm-hmm. there's going to be a, a lot of available drummers. You know, like young drummers looking for, oh, for work. Oh, that's true. That's true. James Kotak and uh, and Scott Travis. I mean, oh. they're not young. I mean, they're like like our age, but uh, yeah, they're in their forties. But they'll definitely, what do you call it? They'll definitely, without a doubt, that's that's two great drummers that be going to be on the scene. You know, if anybody's yeah. looking for decent drama, definitely. There you go. I know. Yeah, well, maybe give us some, you know, do something. I'd like to see him get back, well, at least Kotek get back to some of his old bands. Even uh, even uh, Scott Travis, he played in a lot of great bands in the 80s, so maybe he'll uh, try to put something back together with those guys. I know these reunion tours are kind of like hit or miss, and they don't always work out, but, you know, we'll see what happens. But we, we lost a lot of people this year, too. We were talking about yeah, uh, D.O. Yeah. before. Uh, Pete Steele, fellow Brooklynite, you know, from Carnivore and Typo Negative. Right. Passed away not long after Ronnie. Who else did we lose this year? Uh, uh, the guitar player for Sweet Savage, uh, Trevor Fleming, passed away mm-hmm. uh, not too long ago either. And so did uh, Gothard singer Steve Lee. Died in a motorcycle accident. Both of them were in October, a few days apart. Uh, who else did we lose this year? I know there were a few other ones. Um, there was the bass player in... Um, uh Jeez, I should have wrote it down. The bass player... You know, besides, like, this, I don't know, the band Slipknot, I think, lost somebody. Oh, know? yeah, Slipknot, the bass player from Slipknot. Uh, yeah. I'm really not into them, so I don't yeah, yeah, remember yeah. that, but you're right. He it did pass away. The... I just couldn't remember who the hell it was. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I can't even think of his name, to be honest with you. I try to, I'll have to look it up after this, but uh, you're right. I just don't remember, because I'm not There's really another Slipknot fan. I'm trying to think what... Um... I know, uh, what's his name? I think it's Mark Daniels. He was a singer for a band called Early Graves. Uh, he he also died in August this year, and th- I think it was a bass player from like a head metal band that passed away this year. I just can't for the life of me remember the name of the band. They were kind of known in the '80s. Like if I said the name, you say, "Okay, I know who you're talking about." Yeah, yeah. But I just can't. Uh, I just can't remember. Maybe what a shame. Down. 
Yeah, he died. I mean, like a couple of days after Dio, so that's why he kind of got lost in the shuffle. Whatever. Yeah, in the shuffle. They don't even have like any mention of it anyway, <laughs> which is kind of a shame too. But maybe he wasn't the original guy. That's why, you know, in the band. Yeah. I'm not too sure, but another good band that put an album out in March was Armor Saint. Yeah. Uh, we had Gonzo on the show for a while. Well, Gonzo well. very secretive in his talks. Didn't like <laughs> to reveal too much. Yeah, <laughs> and get too much out there. So, uh, but it was a really good regular rise, and that came out in March. And uh, I bet we do get off the fence. Definitely. All right, here you go.
was on the Saint. That was off that new record from 2010, La Raza. So that was a, it was a pretty good comeback, that album. Oh, I think I lost my buddy Tommy there. I keep forgetting when I come out of the screen. Tommy, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I forgot when I come out of that screen thing. I got to. So you got to pull them both out. I got to re. Yeah, I got to reclick your button. Sorry about no that, problem. but no I was saying that was a pretty good record, La Raza by Arm of Saint. A nice comeback album. Oh, definitely, yeah. And I know, like we said, we had Gonzo on. He was we were talking about the band. Uh, he wants to do more with it. Like he he wants to take it out permanently again. But uh, I, I think the problems with John Bush, he doesn't really want to uh, want tour to or, or keep it going. You know. A shame. Yeah, I guess like you know when it's there for them to do, they'll do shows like where they live. But I guess he doesn't want to hit the road and start moving around again. Not too sure, but that's the way he made it sound. But it was hard to get any info out of him. He should work for the CIA. <laughs> a lot of these guys are like. He that. should work for that guy from uh, Wiki, uh, WikiLeaks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you get a, you get a few of them like that. It's like top uh, you know top uh, secret information trying to find out what's going on. It's remarkable. Yeah, well, we're up to April. Let me see what we had in April over here. Uh, Anastasia, they put out two records, one one right after the other. Angel of Babylon and the Wicked Symphony. And Anastasia features a lot of those uh, German symphonic metal bands and players and uh, and that stuff. I was never really into it, but I started getting into it after interviewing a few guys from those bands. And uh, it's not bad stuff, you know. It just depends on who plays it, in my opinion. Yeah. All right, let me see what else we had here. What else came out? And, uh, Sick of It All, great New York hardcore band. Uh, yeah, that one's a good record. I like that. Yeah, based on a true story. I remember playing with those guys in the 80s. They were always fun to uh, to get together with and hang out. Uh, let me see. Uh, Axel Rudy Pell, great guitar player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be at NAMM also. We're going to have to go by and visit him. Definitely. You're going to be like in heaven over there. But all, in one booth alone, they have Michael Shanker, Axel Rudy Pell, and Uli John Roth. Wow. And one booth, so you get to hang out with like three amazing guitar players in a in a few minute period. It's gonna be candy, man. It's gonna be like candy in a, a boy in a candy store. I know. Who's better than you? Giza Butler's got a booth there uh, for a couple of different uh. I think Iomi's products supposed to be in town also. What happened? Iomi's supposed to be in town also. Iomi, yeah. Well, you know, if you if you go onto their site, like every every couple of days, mm. they, like, I guess as they start setting up each booth, you know, and they get the information sent to them. They yeah. keep updating it. So uh, this, the last day was there Sunday. You got uh, Dave Mustaine, Kerry King, uh, Dave Ellison, uh, Michelangelo Balto, and a few other people on one booth. So uh, that should be pretty fun. Definitely. Giving out bass lessons. James Lomenzo from White Lion and Megadeth is going to be giving out free bass lessons. Mm. So I have to sign up for one of those. See if I still got it in uh, still yeah. got it in my fingers. Still got it in you. <clears throat> yeah, so that should be pretty good. I'm looking forward to that. We're going to have a good time and. Uh, uh, for Christmas, I was a good boy this year. My wife bought me a beautiful uh, recorder for doing interviews with and everything, so we'll take oh. that there, and maybe we can grab a few uh, sound bites from some uh, some of the rock stars in attendance, and we'll broadcast oh. it. Maybe we could do like, something live, because without the music, we could just play the interviews. True. Yeah, so we'll figure that out. we got a long plane ride ahead of us, so we'll figure out on the plane. Work something out. Yeah, let me see. What else came out in April I was looking at over here? Master. Uh, I, Master used to be out of uh, Chicago. Uh-huh. Uh, back in the day, but for some reason, I, they keep saying that they're from some uh, European country now. I, maybe they moved over there. Hmm. I think there's only one guy left in the band original, but uh, I think he might be over there now. They put out a new record. wasn't really crazy about it. It was called The Human Machine. A little rough for my taste, but uh, I know the Death Metal community loved it. And uh, what else do we have here for April? Oh, Rat. Rat came out with Infestation. I thought that was a great record. Definitely uh, a good comeback record. Yeah, by the guys. And as quick as it came out, they yeah. broke up once again. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Just can't get along, man. <laughs> you just can't get along, these guys, you know? It's amazing. 
Yeah, you would think like if all these years in the business, you know, going through the you know the eighties, you know, the high points and the low points of the nineties, you would just you know get together, do your you know your hour show, whatever the hell it is, go your separate ways, and just you know put the music out, and make some money while you can. You know, it's a little sure. bit of a revival going on now. Exactly. Uh, those Take those guys are above the club scene, so you know they're playing in stadiums and and large arenas. So yeah, yeah. Take advantage I, of it now. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. Never can, but it was a good record. I think Carl Scavazzo, you know, uh, uh, he had to have some influence on that album because the songwriting was much different than anything they did before. Yeah. And uh, it was a good. So that was Infestation. How about we you know what? Let's do something off that record. Okay. And uh, then we're going to Exodus, who uh, put out a record the following month in May. All right. So we'll do a little double shot for you right here. We'll start you out with a little rat and go on Exodus. That's a deadly combo, huh?
that, we started things off with some rat off of Infestation from April. And uh, we kicked off the month of May with Exodus. That was Exhibit B, The Human Condition, from that album. I, you know, I, I, I was always a fan of Exodus, Tate, but I just don't care for Rob Duke singing with them. Yeah, well, I like the music. I think the music kills it. Rob Dukes is playing in another band called Generation Kill right now, and I think the band's killer. I mean, I love the music. And, uh, the band also has uh, Rob Machete from uh, Full Scale Riot. Well, he used to be Full Scale Riot. We've had those guys on the show yeah. uh, a couple of times, and uh, that stuff is really good. It fits in, but I guess because I'm just old school Exodus and I'm like a diehard Paul Baylor fan, I just can't kind of get into the, the vocal part of it. Yeah. You know, even uh, even Zetro when he was with the band, when Steve Zuz was singing with them, I I kind of enjoyed that because he kind of had that like uh, that Paul Bailiff rawness to him, that intensity. Yeah, it was a similar uh, a similar styling, you know. Style, yeah. But uh, I just couldn't uh, couldn't hack this. I'm sorry, but I, like I said, I love the music. I just can't. It just brings it to a new new direction, I guess. The vocals, I should say. I guess they're trying to hit you know different styles to uh, accommodate you know. That new market out there. Maybe. But yeah. Well, your buddy Kenny is in the in the chat room tonight. He doesn't oh. see you in there, I guess. You know, but uh, you're on air. He can hear you now. Yeah. So what are you gonna do, right? But it is it is a good record. It, 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 the music is solid, and uh, those guys will be at Nam also. So we'll have to maybe uh, try to hook up with them for an interview. That should be cool. Definitely. All right. What else do we have here in May? Loudness, King of Pain. Good record. Loudness has been like you know rolling the last couple of years. You know. Yeah. I think after the drummer died, maybe that was dead weight and was holding him back. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but they even put out an album after album. That's true too. It was like double, like, like right, you know, one after the other. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of time between them. And uh, King of Pain came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Annihilator came out with the self-titled record Annihilator. That was the first new album of uh, new material in quite some time, and uh, it was pretty good. Uh, let's see what else do we have here? Violator. Uh, they put out an EP called Annihilation Process. I like those guys. Uh, Propane, Absolute Power. Everybody talks about Nonpoint. You ever listen to them? I really can't get into these guys. No. Yeah, neither. So we don't even talk about them then. But uh, they, they've been around a while. Uh, a lot of people always ask me about them, but I'm just they're not my cup of tea. And I'm not saying anything bad. It's just that, you know, we're a bunch of 80s guys. Kenny probably gets into that stuff. He's into everything. Well, Kenny likes to... Um you know, he he's he, open-minded with all his music. He's he a little more everything. open-minded. You know, we're yeah. a little close-minded. <laughs> Definitely, I'm very close-minded. If we like what we like, and that's it. With peanut shell. Yeah. But uh, that was about it for that month. That you know, we would play, and then we had Pretty Maids, uh, Pandemonium. I thought that was a great record, and uh, I, I spoke with Ken Ham and Ronnie Atkins this year. Only one of the interviews made it to air because the other one kind of got lost. But uh, I think we're going to have Ronnie on again this year, so we'll have him on, and uh, we'll talk about how everything went with the album and what they're up to now. So he was a fun guy to talk to, really. What a fun guy. The two the two best interviews I did this year was with him and with Bob Daisley, and both of them got lost because it didn't record when I tried using it with the Skype, and right, it's a damn right, shame right, because they, they had some good things to say, and they were fun interviews. So maybe 2011 we'll try again. Yeah, we'll get him again. Yeah, well, you know, this is the last Sunday show for 2010. Uh, we got one more metal matinee this Thursday, but we'll be back next uh, January. We got a solid uh, bunch of guests coming on. We got we're starting off with Jesse James Dupree from Jackal, uh, Eric Payon from Candy Stripe at Deathology, a great band out of New Hampshire. They've been around a long time, putting out thrash metal. Uh, some local cult heroes over there. Uh, then you and I are going away to Nam. When we get back, Bill Ward of Black Sabbath. I'm looking forward to talking to Bill. Yeah. I should have an icon we can scratch off the list. Wow. That'll be great. Or add to the list. 
Not and not two, and, list. Another list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The good well, list. You never know yet. List. He might wind up in that book. You don't know what can happen. It's still oh, a few weeks no. away. He'll get him. And uh, <laughs> we got the singer from the band Titans, Yvonne, at the end of the month. Uh, they're a solid band out of Canada. So uh, we're looking pretty good this year. All right. Yeah, but I, I got to be honest with you. I think we're going to lay, lay off on the interviews this year, maybe like every other week. Okay. This is too many this year, over 100. That was a lot of interviews to do live. You're a busy you know, but you're a busy beaver. Yeah, you know, but it takes away because sometimes you just want to play music like tonight, you know? Yeah. I find it funny because I complain when we do the interviews that, you know, we don't get to play enough music. Right. And that, you know, the interviews kind of get repetitive when you do so many in a row because after all, you're like, oh, I'm asking the same questions, you know, and it gets monotonous. So I was like, I can't wait to Sunday. No guests, just two hours of music. And then I'm sitting uploading songs about a fifth one. I'm like, I wish I had a freaking guest this week. <laughs> I got to keep uploading music, you know? Oh, it's such a pain in the ass. I'm loading songs on here, and you're going at it one after the other. It's a pain in the neck, yeah. I know. It's like 20-something songs today, where we usually get maybe 10 on, because, you know, the interviews fill up a lot of space. But you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, right? Can't have it both ways. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, well, how about we close out May with Pretty Maids, off the record Pandemonium. Here's a song called Celio Drive.
pretty made to Celio Drive off their newest record, Pandemonium. And that was actually a pretty heavy song for the band, because they kind of like uh, mellow out, got a little more uh, radio-friendly over the last few albums, you know? Yeah, I don't know what radio they've been playing on. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, you know, after, like, uh, Red Hot and Heavy, they kind of uh, try to go a little bit more commercial. Yeah. Uh, it kind of bombed out for them with the record after that, but uh, they fell into a nice groove after that, and put out some pretty solid records. I thought this was one of the better ones. But that's, you know, that goes the same for a lot of the bands I feel this year. I thought it was a great year for the for heavy metal. Definitely. Record-wise, music-wise, you know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Ah, uh, hear yeah. All right, let me see what we got here. So that was May. We were talking about, uh, you know, I, I had a little list of stuff from June. I can't even find it now. I'm probably going to forget a few things over there. But June, we saw uh, Soulfly put out Omen. Uh, Magica came out with Dark Diary, Nevermore, The Obsidian Conspiracy. That was a great record. Uh, and Crocus with Hoodoo and Y&T with Face Melt. I thought those bands came out with some of the better records in a long, long time. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Crocus, Y&T, what do you want to hear? Crocus. Hey, that was good that you said that. I had that lined up next. See that? All right, we're going to go right into some Y&T right after that. So some new Crocus, some new Y&T. No talking today, all music. How's that sound? A little bit of both. All right, all right. We'll get a little music off you right now. Sit right. back, enjoy some crocus off the record. Who do?
Okay, we started things out with some Crocus and off the album Hoodoo. I think it was a really good record by the group. Very bluesy sounding with a song called Driving In. And we followed it up with Wine Tea with Face Melter and a song called One Life. And uh, I know today, I think New Year's Eve, they have a big benefit rally out there for Phil Kenamore uh, out in the West Coast to try to raise some money for him uh, to fight all the bills from the cancer and, uh, you know, and the treatment and the therapy and the surgery. Yeah, that's a shame, man. Yeah, but a lot of people involved in it. So hopefully it'll raise a good amount of money out there. I hope they raise a good bunch. Definitely. I, I think that was May we were in, I believe. I kind of lost track there for a little bit. <laughs> We're up to June right now. Uh, I think we are. I'm not sure, but let's see what we got here. Uh, Van and Plaz put out this Sephoric uh, Clockwork. I know I'm saying that word wrong. I said it wrong when we had him on the show, too. Sephoric? <laughs> <laughs> Sephoric? I don't know. i got to go back to school. Maybe I need to take a night class, you know? Ah. Who knows? Uh, Mekon Delta, Wanderer on the Edge of Time, and we played something off that last week. We got we got started last week with a few of the new albums because we had some time to kill. So uh, that was one of them. And actually, that song was pretty good. I know I talked about the album last week, but the song we played wasn't too bad. Let me good see what stuff. else we got out. Uh, I'm not a Mastodon fan, but they put out an EP, Jonah Hex. Uh, Grand Magus, uh, Hammer of the North, pretty good band. Uh-huh. Uh, let me see what else we got here. Uh, you know what? Ozzy put out Scream, but I I can't even get through that record. I, I play like two minutes of it, and I take it right off. It is annoying in a way. It's, it's, a, I, it's a horrible, horrible record. Yeah. I don't know. they got to be rethinking about Zach after that record. Not that I was a big fan of his either, but uh, <laughs> that was a bad album. I can't even talk about it. Well, in all uh, fairness, with, as far as Gus G, he really didn't write anything on this. He just came in and played what they told him to play. Exactly. You know, so... Yeah. I know. We'll see if they're going to write something with him, uh, because, uh, you know, Fire, the band Firewind's got, you know, they got some good, you know, some good melodies going. Uh, it might just work, but, you know, who knows what, you know, what he could do on his own, so to speak. I know. Hopefully you they'll, know. Uh, they'll uh, use them, and uh, we'll find out, but I think maybe they need to bring up Bob Daisley and uh, Lee Kerslake back in there. Yeah, forget it. Uh, because he's been hurting and, uh <laughs> I know he was on, uh, I saw something on the internet the other day, he was talking about how they need to ban Christmas or something, he was talking about getting rid of Christmas. Uh, I don't know, he's writing some column now, How's <laughs> he writing a column, for Sunday, I think the Sunday Times or something in London, uh, yeah. he's a columnist now, and uh, he was ranting about Christmas this week, and uh, he's got a yeah, book coming out called Dr. Ozzy, a sex yeah. doctor now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think Sharon's got to like maybe you know put him down now, <laughs> I think it's time to put him down. That's my opinion. I mean, you know, I was the biggest Ozzy fan back in the 80s. You know that. But uh, he's just become a joke and you know, like a parody of himself right now. And it's it's just completely killing, you know, that whole aura that surrounded Ozzy back in the day. Yeah, it's unfortunate. There, there was nobody crazier than him, nobody wilder. Than, you know, the music was always top-notch back in the 80s. It's just, it, it, you got to know when the, the call it quits, you know. The Scorpions, Priest, the, I, I think they, you know, they say, hey, this is it. But Ozzy, you know, it's not even him. You know, it's Sharon that just keeps them going. Yep, because she needs that cash coming in. She needs that cash, I know. I don't know how much longer he's going to be able to do it, because he, he sounds terrible life, though. So. A lot of uh, a lot of help there, let's put it that way, in the vocal department. A lot of recorded help on stage when he's oh, performing. Oh, doubt, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, want, I, forgot, you know, I forgot to upload it, uh, but I'll save it for next week. I found the original version of Shot in the Dark. That was like his big hit off of The Ultimate Sin. Mm-hmm. It was by a band called, I think, Wildfire or Wildlife. 
Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I never even knew that. I thought it was an original song by him. So did I, yeah. But uh, it was, uh, I, I forgot who was playing drums with him at that time. Was it Phil Susan or uh, Randy Castillo? Uh, who's, uh, I don't know who was playing with him during the Ultimate Sin. Castillo, yeah. Mike Castillo. That was his band that he was in at oh, the time okay. before he went to Ozzy. Right. So he kind of took the song with him, but I don't think he wrote the song. I mean, it was probably written by the other guys in the band. But he kind of took it there, and, you know, uh, they changed it up a little bit. The words were pretty much different. Outside of the chorus, the words were different. Yeah. It, it sort of sounded like uh, in the vein of, um, uh, you know, the, who's the band that wrote uh, Eye of the Tiger back then? Uh, oh, the Rocky um, movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, Kenny says it was uh, Randy Castillo, so that was his was. band. Yeah. But it was kind of like like uh like one of the veins of foreigner, uh, you know, like yeah, AOR um, rock. But it was I I got a copy of it. I said I was gonna play it. Then I said maybe I'll save it for a cover show because people won't even realize it's a cover song, you know. Right. But uh, it's a good song, and maybe I'll get it on this week. I got the the Happy New Hair show coming up uh, Thursday to celebrate the end of the year. We do the Happy New Hair. It's like the only time we really play hair metal on this the show. So hair, maybe yeah. I'll, maybe I'll stick it on there. We want to save it for Sunday so we can both talk about it. Yeah. Survivor, that's it. Kenny came back with Survivor. I couldn't think of the name for some reason. Survivor. Philip Susan and John Osborne wrote the tune. Who? Philip Susan. Phil Susan was the drummer. Susan Philip Osborne. I don't know. I'll give you the names of the people that wrote it. I have it written down in the book. Was it uh, upstairs that I did it when I got it in, but they didn't write the song. They got the credit for it. Oh, wow. But they wrote it. The other band probably never got paid for it, knowing Sharon. <laughs> So she's stealing music now. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll, I'll send you all the information on it. I'll write it down. I wrote it down when I found it and on there. But uh, it's definitely not an original Ozzy song, and you could definitely hear it's, it's it's different, but you could definitely hear the similarities throughout that, especially in the chorus part of the song. Yeah. So it's pretty good. I I, I was gonna do it today, so I can. It's all new music today from 2010, the year in review. But we'll get it on next week. Okay. Uh, I think my daughter's in the chat room. Uh, Yes, I, thank you, Captain Sweetheart. I love you. I, my daughter had gotten me a custom-made mouse head for my computer that says the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show, my little picture on there. Oh, wow. That's Live cool. Sundays and Thursdays. So she wanted to come into the chat room to make sure I thanked her for it. I also want to thank my daughter for making me drag my ass out in a foot of snow to pick her up at the mall today because she was thick-headed and wouldn't listen to stay home. <laughs> so there you go. Thank you, little cheese. I love you, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> my biggest fan <laughs> My only fan <laughs> Alright well how about we pick up the tempo on things here uh, Death Angel came back with a great comeback album yeah. How about we play something off of that Okay Alright this is what I got lined up How about Volcanic There you go
he put out Fuzz Universe, a nice you know mix of hard rock and instrumental stuff over there. I was always a a big fan of Paul Gilbert. I thought he was a great guitar player, very oh, underrated. Definitely, yeah. Uh, Lordy came out with Babes for Breakfast, uh, Bounded by Blood, who we saw with Overkill, a really good band. Yeah. Uh, even though the, you know from the newer generation, Exile to Earth. Uh, what else came out in August? Black Label Society, Order of the Black. Right. Uh, Iron Maiden, The Final Frontier. Your verdict on Iron Maiden, T? Um, it's great to see them, you know, still out there. But this this album was kind of lacking. I, you know, it, it could have been better. I think it could have been better. I agree. It kind of missed the mark, in my opinion. Yeah. Then, did you know what it is? I just noticed, like, a, you'll, you'll get the older bands, like Maiden. I mean, God bless that. They're still together. They still play. They still keep putting stuff out. But a lot of the music today, it's just it's just missing something. There's nothing to draw you in anymore. You're missing that great, you know, riff and you know, and the verse and the chorus. It's nothing there anymore. It's just it's just like it's like one long monotonous uh, song. Yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm probably not saying it right, but just there's nothing to draw you in anymore. Yeah, these bands are really missing like that. The old just write a hook and a verse, you know, and that's what music's all about. Something that you're gonna sing in your head. You can't sing, you know, when you write a 25-minute song and nothing, you don't repeat any part of it. It's kind of hard to keep it in your head. That is weird. Yeah, the, I don't know what what their idea is there. Yeah. But maybe they're just writing for their own, you know. For their own, I guess at that point, that's what you can do. You can write for yourself, yeah. right? Yeah, I guess they're writing for themselves. And if anybody likes it, you know, I mean, they didn't even promote the album. No, they, I guess you don't have to at that point in the game, right? They're going to start promoting it like, you know, the beginning of the year. I don't know what, where that came from, but uh, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree, I agree, but I agree. But they're out there, you know, and still, ma- you know, still making records like Saxon, you know. Definitely. Well, you know, Saxon gave us nothing new this year, but I think no. we're going to see something from them in 2011. The DVD was released. Um, true, yeah, yeah, true to DVD. Nothing, no, no music, yeah. But maybe next year, and hopefully they get back around here again, too, because uh, they're always solid. But I don't know. I think for 2011, I'd like to see bands start writing hook and catch songs five minutes long or less. No more of these nine- and ten-minute songs. They're just, they're just boring as all hell. Even you know, even though we're old school, my attention span is starting to get really short as time goes by. <laughs> and ten minutes on a song, I'm like 30 seconds into I'm like, when's this thing going to be over? You know, yeah. so let's get back to the, you know, the three- to five-minute ditties. And you can put out that one long epic every now and then, you know? This is true. That's just my opinion, and my opinion really don't mean shit. My wife told me that twice this week, so. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it as that. Yeah. Now, the wife's in heaven. She got a lot of nice, she got a lot of nice Christmas gifts this year, so. Uh, Very good. Yeah, she's thrilled. Because of that trip to California, I had to go overboard this year. Got to keep them satisfied. <laughs> she's very satisfied. At least with the gifts, anyway. The bedroom was another story. <laughs> we'll save that for another show. Yeah. Oh, is my daughter out of the chat room? Yeah, thank God. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention. I forgot she was in there. She just walked in and came out, so. All right. But let me see what we got here. We're into September now, and uh, we just played something off of the Death Angel record, Relentless Retribution. Uh, they hooked up with two Spanish guitar players or Mexican guitar players that play like that flamenco style of guitar playing. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a song that they played on that. I would think so because there's a lot of acoustic guitar playing going on in it. But the, they're out on tour with them, uh, and they do some songs on, live. So I just can't remember the names right now. But uh, not that I'd be able to pronounce them anyway. But 
that that's that was from Death Angel. Uh Suicidal Tendencies put out No Mercy Fool, the Suicidal Family this year. Right. Uh Megadeth had a DVD, I believe, nothing new album wise. Uh what else do we have here? Uh September wasn't as busy as I thought, you know? Mm. Yeah, well except came out with their album in September. Right. Blood of the Nations and I probably have to say that's probably my number one this year. What do you think? Yeah, I have to look at it. You know, that and maybe uh, Ironbound Overkill. Ironbound Overkill. I thought you would have went with Ross the Boss Hailstorm. I thought that would have been... You know what? I think um, it it wasn't as groundbreaking. You know what I mean? The Ross the Boss. Yeah, the Ross. Whereas Ironbound was was definitely leaps and, and bound and bound. Better than the last couple of records. And the Accept is like a comeback. So Hailstorm is just a you know a very good uh, very good sophomore release from this band you know. I agree. Well, we do have Ross the Boss coming up a little bit. I think uh, that was November, so we'll be coming up to that in a song or two. So uh, we'll say, but we'll, we'll get something off the accept on Blood of Nations. Great comeback record. I don't think these guys missed anything on this album. I mean, they fired on all cylinders. I mean, uh, I mean, this just brought me back to the old days. Like we were saying, catchy songs. Hooks, the old sound, but yet it doesn't sound dated. It's very modern, and I, you know, I'm always, I've always been a fan of Marks from the TT Quick days. So, I don't think you could have picked somebody to, to, to step into the shoes of Udo, as well as picking him. I mean, I think that was just. And I think Marks had a lot to do with it, you know. Uh, and well, the producer, excuse me, the producer had a lot to do with it too. But Mark had a lot, a lot to do with saying, you know, it's not going to be, you know, I'm not going to make. You know, I don't want to bring this band down. You know, yeah. he had it in him. You know, I have to give them my all, and I have to. And even live. You yeah, know, he killed. I, yeah, he killed it live. Definitely. He was really good live. I mean, so we saw him two, two. I saw him two separate shows. We saw him twice. Yeah. And um, the beginning of the tour, and you know, which was a medal. And uh, they're coming back in April to New York, and I'm really excited to see them. But uh, yes, yes, April, and uh, we will be there. And uh, I think we're interviewing them right now, if I'm correct, so that should be fun. We'll have the whole band in one room, so that should be pretty good. Definitely. All right, so how about we do uh, Beat the Bastards? All right. All right, beat those bastards down.
think we could agree that's probably the number one album for 2010, except Blood of Nations. Without a doubt. I agree. Some good stuff there. And we're looking forward to seeing those guys next year. I can't believe we only got about 25 minutes left in the show. It went by pretty quick tonight. Wow. Yeah, right? We're moving along. we got a lot of songs on, too. I'm surprised. Yeah, we didn't... We didn't. You didn't let me pontificate too much. Pontificate? <laughs> I don't think any of us pontificated, did we? <laughs> I don't even hey, you want to do some pontificating? We okay. got up next, Gravedigger, and we'll go back to back with Virgin Steel. Uh, the clans will rise. Oh, that'll be good. And uh, the, what is it? The Black Knight Bach Kalania? Bach Bachalavia. Yeah, pon- pontificate on that for a little bit. Pontificate on this, huh? <laughs> well, the Clans of Rise was a great record. I I can't pronounce the name of that version. Still record. Right, you had it. You said it the last time we had Dave yeah, on the I show. You said the name of it. I have to read it. I have to read it. The Black Bacchanalia. 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 You should know. Yeah, Bacchanalia. It's actually a Greek word, but it's also got some Italian. You know. It's used by Italians. It it means like a festival. Uh, I know a few Italian words, but they're all with the middle finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bacala. You know, bacala. We know bacala. But those are two good records. Also, that month, uh, Rob Halford came out with Made of Metal and Excited Death Machine. And we played both of those last week, you know, to get the ball rolling on this. So we're going to skip over those. But we'll give you a double shot right now. A little Grave Digger. And then we'll go right into a little Virgin Steel. And let me see what we'll do here. Off the Clans Will Rise, we'll do a little Pain and Blood. And then off the Virgin Steel record, how about Nespertine? I think I got that right. All right. David's got a lot of time in his hands, man, to research all that stuff. You know? God bless him. That's what I say. All right, here you go. I'll see you in 10 minutes. The wind is 
That song is the reason why Jack Starr left the band. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not enough for Jack to do in that in those type of songs. Exactly. Oh, man. That was the shortest song on the record. All the other songs were like 10 minutes long, 11 minutes long. So I had to go something a little shorter, you know. And uh, the only thing shorter than that are those crazy intros he does between the songs, like those two-minute, uh, you know, pieces. Uh, I don't know what the hell they are. Some are instrumental, some are just talking. Yeah. All right. Well, we got about 15 minutes left. Uh, I got a whole bunch of songs. I don't think we're going to be at them all on, but maybe we could do two or three more. What do you think? Yeah. All right, I'll get one more on, and then I'll let you pontificate on the next one, because that's your buddy, Ross the Boss. Okay. All right, this is Sacred Oath, great band out of Connecticut, World on Fire, tremendous album, has a song called Drums of War.
buddy. Stop pontificating about Ross the Boss and Hailstorm. Okay, this is uh, Ross the Boss Band. The Ross the Boss Band's second uh, album as as the Ross the Boss Band. Uh, the first one where uh, they actually collaborated together and uh, wrote wrote the album. And um, there's, uh, I think, 11 or 12 songs. 11 songs and the uh, 12th song is uh, a bonus track that's on the... Uh, it's on the European release, so on, it's also on the vinyl release. And uh, to me, it shows the next generation of of uh, where Ross wants to go. And um, it can only get better than that. I mean, it, it it will only get better, and you can definitely hear. The songs have uh, a lot of good um, structure musically. Um, vocally, the kid uh, Patrick is a kid. He's a younger, uh, younger individual. He's a great singer, uh, and uh, Ross has a lot of good melodies in it uh, uh, throughout the whole album. And uh, I give it like an eight, a solid eight nine. So you know, between eight, I say eight and a half. Um, good. He still hasn't written his ten, his his his, his nine ten, and uh, which is good. Because it's only if you like this, you're gonna like you're gonna like anything new coming out. It's definitely, like you said, it, you can see the progression from the first record uh, to this yeah, one. That's what just trying to get, you know, like because like the first record, he he redid some songs that uh, were done on previous releases that he yeah. wrote, you know, with with the new band. But now these guys are actually helping writing and. Um, seeing them live a few times, they can I, they can only get better. I mean, you know, and the more and more the stuff that Manowar does just feeds just feeds Ross, and it's just True. fire. It's just fire for his engine, so to speak. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about the old stuff anymore, which kind of sucks because they, you know, I'd like to get him on the show and and see how he really feels. He just wants to zone out everything and just concentrate on his own stuff, you know, which is good. I I agree a hundred percent. You know, uh, Hailstorm is a great record. Uh, you could definitely hear, you know, the influences coming from the other members that he's playing with. Yeah. But you know what? You were a part of the original Man of War. Right. The Man of War that most people love. So exactly. it's, it's a part of you. And, uh, you know, we're not in that situation. But it's going to have to get used to it because people do want to hear. But I can understand asking about, you know, Man of War today and blah, blah, blah. But you're never going to get away from people asking you about the early Man of War records because they're just classics. And yeah, I would like to get them that way. I don't know if he – I'm not saying he won't do it. But he just seems that I think he feels that he'd just be promoting them. You oh, know? I know. Yeah, like I if know. If they were to go but... by the wayside, then he yeah. probably you could spend a good two hours talking about Manawa. Well, maybe you we'll know? have him on in February, well, because we're kind of booked in January. Maybe we'll get him back on in February, and uh, we'll see if we can get him to yeah, we'll bring up about some old that. stories. You know, talk about the actual you know beginnings of the bands. I mean, we, you know, we read all the shit. You know how they started. And, but yeah, we don't yeah. really know how they got their first record, you know, when they first started touring in Europe. You know, I want to hear all these things. So maybe know? we'll do like a whole thing with him. We'll start from the beginning and work up to where he is now. That way he feels like we're not trying to just have yeah. him with Man of War questions. We'll, we'll do like the whole career thing because yeah. when I we had him on cool. the last time, we had trouble with the Internet, trouble with the phones. Yeah. It, it was horrendous. I mean, we got through it, thank God. But, uh, you know, it was just bad. So maybe we'll try again and... 
you know what? Manoa just put out Battle Hymns again this year also. We're not going to play nothing off of that. And, uh, I mean, to me, Battle Hymns is, like, up in, like, the top ten of all heavy metal albums of all time. Sure, it's one of the top ten. And yeah. I listened to the whole new one. And, you know what? Eric Adams, there's no doubt about it. The man is probably one of the best metal singers anywhere. Yeah. I mean, if you, you first, if you are listening to this and never heard the first one, you'd say, wow, he's, he's a really good singer. Yeah, but you if know, you heard the first one, very dis- I mean, you know what it is? 20-something years later. Oh, yeah, good, his voice is better than 99% of the people out there singing, That's but he can't hit the notes that he hit back then. No. He's he's lost that intensity. Yeah, you know, the intensity's you, gone. Yeah, when when you write those songs and you're doing them for the first time, like, holy shit, like, look what we got here, you know, these 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 songs. But when you're playing them for 20-something years, yeah. you lo- it loses that newness, and it Let shows on the record. If Eric Adams was singing those tunes and Ross the Boss was in the next room, you know, playing the rhythm track, yeah. it would be a different album, let me tell you something. I agree 100%. You know, cause they're feed off, they feed off each other. And it was, uh, all right, you know, the original, I mean, they made it sound like bringing Donnie back gave them a whole new, you know, even they're, they're writing a new record and, and he talks about the, them, uh, Joey talks about them scrapping a whole bunch of, t- you know, we're here to talk about Ross. I really shouldn't go into it, but. That's right, because you only got four minutes left. He said, oh, okay. So let's, <laughs> let's get a tune in. I mean, Kingdom of Rise, Hailstorm. Crime. All right, you got Great. it. Cause we got Great four God's minutes left, glory. so we're gonna have to do a hailstorm because it's the only thing that'll fit. Okay, cool. All right, here you go. Ross the boss, hailstorm. Stop! 
song ended exactly as the show ended. So <laughs> the whole song got in there. Excellent. Yeah, well, nobody's listening live right now because the show went off, but we'll keep going because we do have a few more songs we want to play. Okay. Uh, I, had a, I had a whole bunch, really, but I didn't think we could <clears> even get that many on. And we played like three or four last week, I think, too. Oh, really? Yeah, what else did I have? Uh, Halloween I had, uh, Seven Sinners. Uh, what else? I wanted to get Forbidden on, something off the new Forbidden. Yeah. Uh, I had the flops with Jess and you told me to get on. What else was there? I don't know, I had a few more. Uh, let me see what the hell's up here. Uh, I had Sodom from the, I had the title track from the new record. Sodom, yeah, the new Sodom is good. Maybe we'll get that on next, and then I had, uh, let me see here. From the new Flotsman Jetson, I had uh, Better Off Dead. You had Motorhead, you had Tank. I had Motorhead and Tank, but you know what? It says they were released in December, but then it says the Motorhead has now been delayed till February. Yeah, I know. So I didn't want to play it, you know? I don't blame you. No, that's that's good. So I held off on that, and the same thing with the uh, Tank and Elixir I didn't get on because we played them last week or the week before that, so I think oh, okay, we should that's play true, something. That's true. Mm-hmm. But I did have that, and I also had somebody else. I don't remember who it was. I think uh, the band Tankard. I think I had them. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not even sure. I got three more songs. I think that's enough. I think we're running out of steam. So, let's see. What do you want to do? You want to do the Sodom? Yeah. Cool. All right. So, uh, I got the title track for that one. This is in War and Pieces. I wish we could get every album on, you know, but it's only two hours, and even that's going to be too much. True. So, here you go. A little Sodom in War and Pieces.
Jesus, that's pretty intense, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that tears it up. <clears throat> Good stuff, man. Yeah, they sound like a different band today, huh? Yeah, it's a different sound. Um, yeah. Uh, I was like a fan back then because it was, you know, like Destruction, Sodom. Yeah. You know, like, you know, the the Son of Venom type. You yeah, know, the German Thrash band. Yeah. The, the, yeah, Creator was like yeah. that, too. But I, I'm really happy about their new sound, like Creator's new album, last album last year. Chords of Chaos, yeah, that was oh, That's a great, great album. And um, this new Sodom record really is definitely a, a, definitely a mature version of the original band. I agree. Wow, that's you know. so uh, pontificated. Like that. a little pon- so well pontificated. A little pontification there. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was pontificated so well. I like that. Uh, I'm just looking at something. Like, oh my god, I forgot the. What the hell was I just looking at? Uh, I don't even remember now. Oh, I was I was setting up a, a timeline show, for, a timeline, time timeline show for next month for Whiplash. I was going to do all their albums. Right. And I, when I went to go get some stuff, I saw that uh, that uh, Tony Scaglione, the original drummer, he's back in the band. Joe Cangelosi's out. I didn't know that. Oh. Uh, I don't know what happened. He's gone. But uh, he he started Joe Joe was in a Death Corps, a, a band out of Brooklyn back in the '80s, and he actually played with Creator for a while before he went back to the Whiplash, wow. out of New Jersey. They got Tony Scaglione back. But I see that uh, that Joe just started a new band called Brooklyn Militia, wow. and it features all Brooklyn musicians. These guys are all from Brooklyn. Uh, it has Paul Bento who played with Carnival and Typo Negative, cool. on guitars. Uh, Rich Day who's also the bass player. I wonder if Whiplash broke up altogether. I just didn't see it anywhere. Because uh, Rich Day and Joe were both in Whiplash with Tony Pataro on guitar. So now I don't know if he's just doing this as a side project, the bass player, or if uh, he's still in Whiplash. But uh, him and Joe, Joe on uh, on drums. So mm-hmm. it says they're looking for a singer. And they got a pretty cool logo. It's like uh, uh, the Brooklyn Bridge in the background. Yeah. With a skull, like right in between the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so it's really good. So I'm going to reach out for Joe and try to get him on next year. We'll find out uh, what's going on. Yeah, that would be and, uh, nice. Now, what better show to promote a band from Brooklyn than, you know, something that's made in Brooklyn, like us, so that's you know? perfect. Yeah, what was that again? Brooklyn what? Brooklyn Militia. Oh, Militia. Militia, yeah. It has, like, the Brooklyn Bridge in the background with a skull and lightning bolts. Pretty cool. Okay, I'm looking so at So, I don't know what the sound spot. is like, but we'll find out. Yeah. Wow. So it says, cool. experienced musicians with their roots in Brooklyn and European thrash melon hardcore. So, oh, too bad I couldn't get my act together. Why not? Why don't you, why don't you give him a call, man? <laughs> Two guitar players. Let's see what happens. You can't get anything better than that. Experienced thrash metal musicians all in Brooklyn? It's right up your alley. Not really that experienced, but... Ah, oh, what are you talking about? You don't give yourself enough credit. You're phenomenal. <laughs> give yourself a pat in the back there. We try. I'm too all fat right. to hit my, touch my back. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, God, I know how you feel. I hear you. I hear you. Maybe we'll do one more song. I'm getting tired. All right. I'm ready to pack it in. You want to keep going or we'll just do one more song? Well, you said you had a few songs, right? You got them. I have two more. You, well, you know, you want to do them, want to do them back we'll to back? Back or? to back. We'll say goodbye. And that's All right. That sounds good. Wow. Uh, I got Forbidden. We'll do Behind the Mask off of Omega uh, Wave. we got to hit the Poison Forbidden. Uh, great record. You know, uh, really good comeback album. And then I have, uh, you wanted to hit a Flotsam and Jetsam, so I got, uh, I'm sorry, uh, what I have off that record, uh, Better Off Dead. So, we got Behind the Mask and Better Off Dead. How about we do one after the other? Okay. All right, we'll start out with a little forbidden. Here you go, Behind the Mask. Two 
Yeah, I think that song ended. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Welcome back. That was uh, <laughs> I was gonna go right into uh, Flotsam and Jetsam, but that was forbidden behind the mask. I apologize there. We were talking in private. I thought the song was longer than that. Not that anybody's listening right now anyway, but who cares? Well, it's the podcast, so. Yeah, they'll get it later. They might think it ends after that, but uh, it doesn't. So we'll do one more song, then I'm going to sign off. I'm not going to say anything. I want to thank everybody for listening. I should have said something about the All Hail, uh, I mean, the the Hair Metal Show Thursday. I'm going to sing All Hail Hair, uh, Bob's show. Uh, Happy New Hair this Thursday at 1 p.m., but like I said, nobody's listening now anyway, so it <laughs> doesn't really matter. Well, people will listen later, and uh... yeah, you know, but most of the people skim through it. They're not gonna stick around to the very end. I was trying to get that out early while people are still here. Uh-huh. Okay. So what are you gonna do? That's life. You did mention it. I know. I know. We'll see what happens. All right, we'll, ha- we'll do a little flotsam and jetsam. Thank you, buddy. All right. Thanks. It's for always fun. Me. You have a happy, happy New Year. If I don't talk to you before yeah, we'll Friday. Talk. I know our buddy Alex is coming into New York this week. Uh, he wanted us to hook up with him, but I got about a foot and a half of snow out in front of my door right now. Yeah, I know. And a flat tire on my car that I can't even change because it's buried under the snow. Oh, shoot. So I'm going to have to wait a couple of days to dig it out and then get a tow truck to tow it to the mechanic and have him change the tire. Yeah, well, if it stays as warm as they, they say, maybe maybe it'll melt. Yeah, I'm right up the corner, so I'm not worried. I'll dig out the front, I'll hook it up to the tow. Bring it over there. I'll have them, you know, hopefully it's just a nail or something in there to pull it out. Fix If not, got to go for a new tire. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's life, right? Always something. Yeah, I've been off for a few days. So I haven't even gotten into the car. You know, I never even bothered to go out and look at it. So it's probably one of my, it's probably my son and my wife that took the car out. Maybe they just took the air out. You know, that's a good idea. It might have. I've been fighting with a lot of the neighbors. Maybe they did that to get even with me. Because <laughs> I do that when they park on my driveway. Oh, they yeah, pull yeah. The air out imagine. of their back tire. Yeah. I think they might have did that because you know what? The cap is missing on the on the valve. Oh, okay. So, so that might be. Well, I guess I got to come out with the. I, you know, I have the the guy car. I have to come out. I have to fill up with air first. Yeah, if it holds for a few minutes, I'll drive right to the guy. You know. Just so you can drive it, yeah. Yeah, and I'll let him double check it to make sure. But you know what? I just realized the cap was off there, and uh, I never leave the caps off when I put air in the tires. You know, to check them. Yeah, you always put the cap back. Yeah, so maybe so. I was fine with the people across the street doing the construction work on the house. So maybe maybe as a Christmas gift they came out and gave you a flat tire. Yeah, right. It's, it's their yeah. own little way of getting to you without the. Uh, yeah, that's it, right. Because I could get. It. Well, you know what? I'm pretty sure the Billings Department is going to be making a visit here Monday morning, so oh. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> See what happens. All right. <laughs> All right, buddy. Have a great week. Happy New Year, you and your family. We're getting Thanks, closer to buddy. California. Yes. Hopefully we'll have good traveling weather. No snow that week. Yeah, I know. Nothing to screw us up. It's getting close. It's bad enough for California. They got rain, torrential downpours, and mudslides where we're going. And we got the snow on our end. You're going to have the shittiest weather when we're there. That's okay. We'll be indoors. This is true. We'll be indoors all day and at the bar all night. So I don't think it's going to matter. Sounds good, man. The only wet we're getting is wet by liquor. (laughs) That's it. Excellent. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. We're going to close things out with our year in review show. Hopefully you got to hear a little bit of everything. There's still a lot more out there. So go check it out on your own. Off the cold, Flotsman Jetson, better off dead. All right.
Sometimes I feel like just ending it all Every step a broken leg Every floor breaks a fall I can't only not see light I can't find the tunnel Life keeps giving me an uphill climb Without a ladder or a rope Without a prayer or a hope I can't only not see light I can't find the tunnel I can't find my way I won't raise my head. 
Sometimes I feel like I've ended it all Every step of shooting pain Every floor breaks a fall I can't only not see light I'm better off Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.